Welcome to the Wealth Matters Podcast, where investors come together to better understand how to build passive cash flow and create generational wealth without all the confusing mumbo jumbo. Here's your host and co-author of Amazon number one bestseller, Alpesh Pamar. Episode number 36 of Wealth Matters Podcast. Today, I'll be interviewing Jason Wozo, who is the CEO of Life on Air. Uh, from PhD scientist and former national level bodybuilder to full-time real estate investor and entrepreneur, to now being a coach, senior speaker, and of course, CEO, Jason's life and ex- business experiences are vast, varied, and unusual. Uh, Jason started as a student uh, of Life on Air in 2009 and has been all in ever since due to him having personally experienced the tremendous impact of the principles and coaching in his own life. Now he gets out of bed every day excited at the message and his belief that life on Earth is the light that our dark world needs. You're listening to the Wealth Matters Podcast. The Wealth Matters Podcast. For more info about what we do, check us out at wealthmatters.com. It's wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H, matters, M-A-T-R-S, dot com. Welcome, Jason, to Wealth Matters Podcast. How are you today? Great. Thank you for having me, my friend. It's my pleasure, Jason. Can you please introduce yourself? Yeah. So my name, well, I'll give you my real name. Okay. It's Jason Wojciechowski. But because of uh, Wojciechowski being half as long as the alphabet. And nice. <laughs> yeah. I go with Wojo. It's just a little easier. So everyone knows yeah. me as Jason Wojo. That's what I saw. But yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so, and so, yeah, so I, uh, I'll tell you, man, I've been, I've been in business for a very long time. I, I didn't uh, start off as an entrepreneur and a business owner. I started off thinking that the way to wealth was having a great job and making a lot of, you know, having a corner office. And then I got into this thing called Life in Air. We can talk more about that. And it totally changed absolutely everything for me. And now uh, with, with the help of uh, a lot of my friends and, and being around the right people, I am now proud to say that I am officially unemployable. And, yeah. uh, and, I, and I run my own business, yeah. That's awesome. You know, you and I, I are same. I'm, I'm unemployable too. For, for, <laughs> I love it. For almost six, seven years now. <laughs> yes, awesome. So you mentioned something, life on air. And I know yeah. podcast is about that. So what is that? You know, I want to be millionaire, not a life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you this, <laughs> you know, and, and, and so I ask people that question. Like, so when I, I share this message all over the country, and one of the first questions I ask is like, hey, who here wants to be a millionaire? All these hands go up in the room. Exactly. Yeah. And then I'll say, okay, I have a very, very bold prediction. And I know you're going to think I'm nuts. But my prediction is that once you hear about this life in air thing, you'd actually, believe it or not, rather be a life in air than a millionaire. And here's the truth. I know a lot of millionaires um, that uh, have nothing to do with life. But yeah. I know a lot of life in areas that are millionaires. And so, so it's kind of like, you know, uh, I know a lot of life in areas that are millionaires. I know very few millionaires that are life in areas. That's probably the best way to say it. That's really interesting. Yeah. And so the reason is, you know, many people uh, are, you know, especially with the topic of your podcast as well, we're building wealth, right? But yes. if we look at it, wealth isn't unidimensional. It's not just the amount of dollars in your bank account. It's just exactly. not the you know, your 401k or things like that. And so, so we try, and so the whole purpose of life in air is like, Hey, I want you to have the money. I want you to have time, freedom, financial freedom, all of those things. But 
Let's also make sure this is fitting into the bigger picture of what you really want most. And so instead of being a millionaire, we say, hey, you want, you know, a millionaire has a lot of uh, money, a life in there has a lot of life. And so, and so that's where the word came from. Interesting. And uh, even though this podcast is geared or focused towards building wealth, but when I say building wealth, it's the same thing that you got to have ma- uh, mental wealth, which is, you know, your mental well-being as well as life around, you know, and the physical wealth, which is your yeah. health, right? Yeah. So yeah. All, all of this go together. You, you can't be just a millionaire and not have fun or, not, or do not enjoy your life, right? True. So true. You know, I see people all around me. And they tell me, hey, I'll worry about the life stuff later. Like, you know, just show me how to make money now. And I'll tell you, some of those stories turned out very, very tragically uh, when, for instance, their health suffers because now they're working all the time and they have a heart attack or their wife wants a divorce because they're never around anymore or they don't know their kids anymore because they're out in the office or in the field all day working. And so there's no, you know, Patrick Morley said no amount of success at work will ever compensate for a failure at home. And so that's where, you know, I'm with you. I'm with you. Never. Yeah. So but you gave pretty good examples and, and I can relate to some of these examples with, you know, some of the people I know that they, they, they're like, oh yeah, you know, I got to work. Work is so important. I got to, you know, make money to feed my family. But I'm like, you know, you got to be able to enjoy the time with family once your kids grow up. Yeah, you know, they, they wouldn't even talk to you. They wouldn't have time for you now, right? True. And you're not going to be able to enjoy your after 50 or 60. That's what they think, right? I, I will have enough money. So, I, you know, I wouldn't have to work when I'm 60 and I can travel the world. <laughs> so, so true, man. What you just said is just 100% accurate. And, you know, here's the thing too. Like, we sacrifice life so that someday when we can have it and, and we make it we think that all of a sudden somewhere, somewhere down the line we'll be able to enjoy life. It just doesn't happen that way. I'll tell you, I see people create monster businesses that just absolutely consume their life and they say to themselves, and, and listen, I've been there too. I'm not going to say that I, that I haven't gone down this path. And actually, in fact, you know, I was that guy who said, show me how to make the money. And I paid some big prices, man. Um, I'm divorced. I'm, I'm thankfully remarried to an incredible wow. woman. But I'm, you know, my wife, I, I'm divorced from my first wife. I had all kinds of, like, all, I lost my business. It, like, everything crashed and burned. And I learned that lesson uh, because the money did not save me. And, um, and it was not what I thought it would be. And so, like, you know, many of us tell ourselves, hey, I'm just going to work hard for one year or three years or five years or ten years and I'll retire and have a great life. I don't see it working that way, man. I coach some of the most successful people in the country and, and that is not the pattern that works. No, that's not the pattern that works. And I can relate, you know, the same thing as you said, I was in the same boat as well before, you know, I was hit by the truck, right? And I got Ooh. laid off or fired in 2009 and I realized that, you know, I don't want to work for a WT employer anymore. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I right. can work as hard as, possible i can go as fast but again you know you are just a worker b <laughs> oh yeah well and you know that's you bring up a good point too is so i realized that i i went to school got i i believed that having like i said earlier a great life was was in being wealthy was having a great job great income i went and got two bachelor's degrees i got a master's degree i got a phd oh, 15 wow. 
15 years of school, like literally 15 yeah, years of school, crazy. <laughs> man, I get my first job and I realize, man, I can't, I don't want to work for somebody else. Cause of the reasons you're saying, like, you know, I'm just, I'm just a cog in their wheel. I am yeah. completely dependent on them for what I work on, how much I work, you know, how much I make all these things, which drove me nuts. And that's what actually drove me into entrepreneurship and business ownership. That's awesome. So uh, just to remind my audience that I read the book Life on Air about a couple of years ago. I even met the author at one of the meetups and I've been mm. wanting to bring uh, Steve Cook, who is the author of the book. Of course, yeah. he's traveling. So I was you know, able to get Jason, who is the CEO of the Life on Air, uh, on the podcast. So I want to ask uh, Jason, how did Steve choose Life on Air as the name of the book? Well, you know, this, so I, so Steve was a real estate coach back in Baltimore um, in the early 2000s and his students would kept, kept coming to him and saying, Steve, make me a millionaire, make me a millionaire. I want to be a millionaire for, and the reasons, interestingly, they were giving him were things like, I want to be a millionaire so that I can be a better father or I can be a better spouse or, you know, all these reasons that when you think about it really have nothing to do with money. Um, but Steve put it together. He's like, you know what? Everybody keeps saying they want to be a millionaire, but what they really want is the life that they think they need the money to experience. And he's like, what they really want to be is a life in air. And so this term life in air just stuck with him. He, he went out and he didn't even know what it meant. He like, it, it didn't even, he didn't even know it was going to be anything yet. And he goes out and he, uh, he starts this, this, this life in air organization based around the premise of helping people live great lives. So he started the company actually before he wrote the book. Oh, wow. And, yep. And so he starts this company and then he's like, and then people are like, Steve, you need to share this message. Like we know it because you're, you know, we're your coaching students, right. but the general public needs to know about this message. And so Steve went about uh, writing this, this life in air book. He got some input from another guy, Sean McCloskey, who helped with the idea of telling him, uh, giving him the idea to make it a story instead of just like kind of like a non, a non-fiction yes. book. And so uh, Steve writes this book and he, uh, and in and it, it's a story, right? It's just a simple story. Yep. Of, and I'll tell you, when we hear people talk about the book, they're like, oh my God, I thought you were talking to me. I thought this was book was directly, you know, you were, t- you were stealing from my life because it, it just resonated so much. And so um, that's how Steve got the message out to the general public. And, you know, We've been uh, very blessed. The, the book's done really well. It's on Audible as well. And so people are listening to, and actually it's funny, one of our Life in Air students is the one who read the book for us on Audible. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so that the book was really, has become like that first experience to this whole way of living as a Life in Air that most people have. And that's, that's really what gets that book. You know, it's been, it's been compared to the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad in terms of, by Robert Kiyosaki in terms of like the, the aha moment or the epiphany of a different way of looking at things. Now, we teach very different strategies, by the way, and it's, it's very different in terms of like uh, how we approach things. But in terms of like the impact of the book, that's kind of where, where, where it's been compared to. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an honor and privilege to, to get to uh, share this message with, through the book. Yeah, and that's amazing that the book has been compared to Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is like all-time number oh, yeah, one right? bestseller. And it's one of my favorite books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, but I also consider Life on Air as similar to The Go-Giver. Um, yeah, another yeah. Another great book. Or that's the a great book, too. Effect by, you know, Darren Hardy. Those are yep. some of, you know, the most amazing book, which gives you the right message and in the, and the mindset, you know. Yes, 
Yes. So uh, can you tell us key takeaways from the book? Well, so, the, so basically the book is, is a story about this couple that is struggling. And this guy is in the story, he thinks that this business deal is going to transform his life in, in ways that um, he doesn't realize uh, it's not what he's really after. And so he thinks that uh, making more money is the key to happiness when, you know, basically he finds his mentor. Uh, and, and by the way, that book, that book entirely is based off of real life stories within Life and Air. Oh, and really? The whole book. Oh, we just wow. changed, Yep, we just changed names and, uh, and, uh, and, and made it to a cohesive story, but it's all true stories. That's amazing. And, yeah, man, it's really cool. And the, the biggest takeaways are like, hey, let's look at your life now. And number one, figure out a couple things. One, if are you living the life you want? Like, and I mean truthfully in every area. And if not, why? You know, for one, do you have the freedom you want with your time and your schedule? And do you have the relationships you want? And, you know, what's most important to you? It, it, the book is really good at helping you figure out, like, am I, have I been chasing the wrong things? What's most important to me and how do I get what I really, really want? And so it kind of helps with people first recognizing that they have a challenge or something's not right. There's myth, you know, they're not, they're on the wrong path. That's the first, the first step, right? Is that acknowledgement? The second path is kind of figuring out, or sorry, the second step is figuring out what you actually want. And the third step is like, how do you get it? And so for instance, one of the things that is outlined in the book is this thing called the four stages of financial prosperity. Um, that, uh, that has really become kind of pivotal life in our teaching where we walk people through four steps to achieving the financial prosperity, which will also help with time and knowing what you want to do with both the time and the money. That's pretty interesting. Uh, and, and, and it's, it's perfect, right? You want to know why, what, and how, right? Once you mm -hmm. figure that out, you, you know exactly, you know, where you are, you're going to be. <laughs> yes. Yes. And here's the thing. If you, if you don't have a why, you're not going to do the what. No. Nope. And so this is where like, yeah, like exactly like you said, you know, you need all three. And I'll tell you, we, um, we, we also have the, uh, we, and just of course, like to help people, and they talk about this in the book as well. We do these, like we do these three day events and we help people discover these three things. And I tell people all the time, like, listen, once you figure out the, the why and the what, the how is the easiest part. And people are like, come on. Like, you know, if it was, and it's so true. Like we can, that once you figure out the why and the what you'll know with the how it just, it just kind of works that way. So uh, tell me more about the three-day event. Of course, I could not attend when uh, the event was scheduled here in San Jose, California. But what do you, you do? You guys go much deeper uh, than the book, or how do you oh, man, one on one, or how does yeah, that work? Oh, it's you have first of all, man. You need to get out to this event. Let me tell you, it's it is um, it's incredible. It's it, this is like, and, and I know this isn't. I don't want to turn this into a commercial. But anybody listening right now, you have to check out this event. And Alpesh, we'll have to talk uh, offline as a, a way to, to give your people a special deal. Yeah, but that would be great. We can absolutely do that. And, and here's the thing. Like, if this, this event will help you – the whole point – and they're called their Get a Life Getaway. And the whole point of the event um, is to figure out, like, what do you really, really want for your life so that you can later create a business for that life. Because here's the thing. Everyone forgets that the entire purpose of having our own business is so that we can have the life we want. Like somehow yeah. along the path, we get confused and we, and all of a sudden 
business becomes our life and our, our real life takes the leftovers. And so we yeah. help you figure out like in every single part of your life, what do you want it to look like? What is that specifically? And then how do you get there? Um, you know, we, we ask questions like, okay, like let's, let's calendar this out. Let's figure out like how many hours a week you have left for work so that you can really live your vision. How much money is it going to take for you to live your vision? Mm -hmm. You know, what kinds of things are important to you and you know, do you need to prioritize? And so I'll tell you that, and just as a side note, we've been doing this, this event for over 10 years now, over 10,000 people go through it. And, um, it is, and we've learned a, a, a tremendous amount of things and it takes us a full three days with people to go through this to figure out what they want because I'll tell you, it is so hard to figure out what, what you want on your own because you know a phrase I use all the time is like, listen, you can't see the label when you're in the jar because you're right. in the jar, right? You need other people and you need other people to kind of poke and prod and, and encourage you. And so we, we sit down and spend a lot of time helping people figure this out. And, and so it's, it's, it's a tremendous thing. It's also, we actually, I'm leaving tomorrow to do another event here and um, we, we get to do about one a month all over the country. And so, yeah, you, nice. you should check it out. Yeah. Right. So that, there is no shortcut then. It's, it's a three days. It's not, man, yeah. If they are working with you and your team, otherwise it could take a lifetime to figure it, it could. out. <laughs> That's such a good point, you know. And I tell people, I'm like, listen, I, I will never say that you couldn't figure this out on your own because that's right. simply not true. But if it takes us three days, and we've been doing this for 10 years with over 10,000 people, do you really think you can like do it quicker than us? Like, and plus, what are the chances of somebody on their own unplugging from their their day to day life for that amount of time to really focus on this? It's very unlikely. Yeah, and it's that's very, the, that's and the biggest problem with everyone, including me, right? Unplugging yourself or procrastinating, yeah. right? One day I decide that I, I I'm right. gonna take care of this. I will have this action plan by end of the day. But, you know, I get sidetracked, I procrastinate, and by the time I finish that plan, it's 30 days, 40 days, <laughs> <I'm>, right? <laughs> I, I know, man. You just got to commit. And, yep. you know, one, so, so it's interesting when I tell people about the event, I'm like, listen, this is for, I'll say, this is for everyone that wants a better life. If you don't want a better life, don't bother coming. You're wasting your time. Uh, and I'll say there's only, there's only three reasons why you're not going to come. One, you're too busy. Hello? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're too busy, that means... <laughs> That means you need this. <laughs> that means you don't have life. <laughs> right, right. You have life. Do you, do you see the irony here, right? And then the second one is, um, is that they think they can do it on their own. The third one is like, is actually, this is bizarre. This is fear. People uh, are actually afraid to realize that they are in control of their life. Like some people go through life rather preferring to be a victim, to not take responsibility. And that's, it's that, believe it or not, I run into that a lot because all of a sudden people will have to, self-examine themselves, which, which quite frankly can be painful sometimes. And so, you know, and so that's, that's another reason people so don't that, go. That third point fear reminds me of a book called who moved my cheese, right? Yeah, and that's, yeah, a, that's a great right. book, right? People are not used to changes, right? They, so it's, right. it's hard for someone to make change, right? It's it, 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 even a habit, right? Bad habit or good habit. It's hard. <laughs> so, so right. So uh, who should read the book, Life on Air, and apply the principles? Man, anybody who feels like life doesn't look exactly the way they thought it would at this point, or someone who knows, like, within themselves, like, I know there's, this is not, something's not right. Like, you know, I, when I got that first job, I, I, I couldn't imagine, I'm like, this, this can't be what life is all about. It just can't be. Like, you know, if you tally up the total number of hours you work, 
and then multiply that out by your average lifespan, it is crazy how much we, time we spend working. And that, that cannot be right. Like we should, we should not, you know, uh, live to work. And so if life doesn't look exactly the way you want it to in any way and you see where you can improve, read the book. If you know you're capable of more but you don't have been struggling how to get there, read the book. If you want to learn more about how to kind of these four stages of financial prosperity and how you can apply it to your life, read the book. If you're not, if you're not sound, sorry, if you don't have control of your schedule, if you don't have control of your finances, read the book. Um, all of these people would benefit tremendously from it. So does age really matter uh, for it the person who is reading the book? You know, we've, we've had people as young as 13 come out to these, to these get nice. Nice. As, I wish I, I was 13. Oh, I reached that man. to my dad or something <laughs> like this. <laughs> Me too. I would have I, I wouldn't have wasted 15 years in school. Like, <laughs> uh, exactly. I, uh, and we have people as old as 82. Um, and wow. I remember one guy, I remember this, I'll remember this like it was yesterday. Uh, I go up to him, I'm like, Hey man, like I, I must've been a little too surprised when, in my tone when I said, Hey man, like how old are you? He's like, I'm 82. I'm like, wow, that's really cool that you're here. And he's like, he's like, I'm old, but I ain't dead. <laughs> I right. said, I'm like, cool, man. That's awesome. Like, he's like, <laughs> like, you know what? He's like, quite frankly, in all seriousness, I am older and I have less time. Like, you know, some of these people in their thirties and forties, they think they're going to live forever. I'm telling you, like I'm knocking on death's door now and I'm going to make every moment I have until yeah, the end. Every moment what I want to do, yeah. you know, he's serious, right? Yeah, it is serious. So that's great. So um, are there any good candidates or bad candidates who can apply these principles? Or I think you already, we already spoke about who would, uh, who could yeah. apply these principles. But have you seen? <laughs> you know, one of the one of the things struck me that as you're talking here is and I didn't mention this. If you're somebody who is running around with your hair on fire, busy all the time, you never have enough time for what's most important. Like you can't, you know, you you're eating fast food all the time because you don't because you don't have time to cook, or you're you're missing your kids' soccer games, or you're missing date night with your husband or wife, or you haven't been to the gym in months because you're too busy. Read the book because um, it provides a perspective and by and by the way I, I hope i don't offend any of your listeners when i say this alpesh but like um i believe that busyness uh is a sign of intellectual laziness a lack of creativity <laughs> and fear like if you're busy you're 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 not working with your head you're working with your hands something's wrong yeah yep Metsy, you are working hard not smart that's true absolutely true that and i know that's a cliche but it's it's so true like if you're you're not doing something right if you're busy. You're just not. And have you seen this program or the book do, does not work for someone? So are there bad candidates? Um, people that are kind of, well, this is going to sound mean, but people that are kind of stubborn and they think they know it all. Like, you know, that's, that's any book though, right? You're just not, if right. you're not open. And, and here's another thing too. This book is a relatively countercultural. Like we present a very different side of things that isn't very popular. Like, you know, in our culture, we tend to um, sensationalize and look up to tremendous material wealth to reward yes. busyness. Like, you know, we, you know, if you're super busy, it's almost like a badge of honor. And yes. so, so you have to be open to a very different perspective. And I, and I don't listen, I don't say that anybody should read the book and blindly accept everything we say in there. But if you're open and you see whether or not some of these apply to you and you just let it percolate and let it, let it simmer within your mind, I promise you, you will find things in that book that will apply directly to your life.
Oh, that's awesome. That was very helpful. Anything else we did not speak about and or we forgot? I, I don't think so, man. The only thing I would say is like, just remember for, for all listeners here that are pursuing wealth, keep it in perspective because, you know, and I'm not just talking anecdotally what I've seen in people. I know some tremendously wealthy people that are, un, that are unhappy. And, um, and here's the biggest lie that I've seen with wealth. When you're poor or, or middle class, you can lie to yourself and say that it's the money. Like, hey, if I had more money, I'd be happy. If I, if I had X, Y, Z, I'd be happy. If I had the house, the cars, the motorcycles, the airplane, whatever. Right. But the truth is when you get to that point, and listen, everybody can become wealthy if you, if you work hard enough. And by the way, it doesn't impress me anymore when somebody makes a lot of money. I no. want to see if they make a lot of money and they have a life. Right. Yeah. This, and so this is a land of opportunities, right? Yes. So anyone can with having a small business idea or investing in that one stock, you know, you could be a millionaire. <laughs> That's right. And so as at the lie that you can tell yourself only so long until you get to the point where you are financially wealthy and your life is not what you thought it would be. That's a very sad day because chances are you've spent a very long time telling yourself that lie and now you've gotten the money and you're unhappy and that's hits people very, very hard. So let me just save everyone the, the, the discovery of this on their own. The money's not going to make you happy. I'm now I'm not, obviously I'm not talking about abject poverty. Like that's certainly something where money can help, but within a certain range, you have to have these other parts of your life that are functioning and that you love and you have fulfillment and all these other parts and then the money is great but you have to focus on the life first money and wealth second and then by the way you will actually make more money believe it or not this i tell people this, this all the time they think i'm nuts when you focus on life first you will make more money because as you said earlier you have a why right if, if you don't yeah. have the money you're going to sacrifice your life and now all of a sudden you have a motivator and there's all court and i don't we're probably out of time here to talk about studies that are that show this but essentially, like this has been proven over and over again. So focus on life first, the money will come. That's awesome. That, that's a great tip. Thank you so much, Jason. I really appreciate it, man. Thanks again. And we can definitely chat about the uh, program or the event, you know, after this podcast. Sounds fantastic. Thanks again. Yeah, this was an interesting podcast. Uh, personally, I have read the book, so I highly recommend it. I have not attended the event, so um, I cannot say that you know it would be a life-changing experience, but I'm pretty sure three days is a long time uh, for someone to figure out why, what, and how in your life. Uh, and I, I really want to attend the event, so hope if I can't attend it this year, next year I'll definitely be going. But if you are interested in attending the event, please reach out to me because Jason and Life on Air team has extended a promo code for uh, my listeners. So I can give you the promo code and you can uh, register for that event. The next event in California is going to be in San Diego in uh, December, but there'll be more events pretty much every month, uh, Birmingham, Minneapolis, and a lot of other areas. And again, I'm not trying to market or commercialize the event. That's why I'm, I'm mentioning that I have not personally attended the event. But, but if you want to check it out, at least go ahead and read the book and, and see if that uh, makes sense. Um, and then you can decide if you really want to attend the event. Uh, keep investing and learning. 
if you are on the fence about investing or have any questions about alternative investments, please reach out to me at alpesh at wealthmatters.com. It's A-L-P-E-S-H at W-E-A-L-T-H-M-A-T-R-S dot com. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Matters podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes so others can enjoy the show too. Have a great week and happy investing.